You may have heard Bishop Gauchi on the show yesterday about the changes to the Northern Territory's Anti-Discrimination Act and the concerns that he has. Well, the Australian Association of Christian Schools agree that the proposed changes to the Discrimination Act could cause serious problems for faith-based schools. Now, joining me on the line is Vanessa Chang, the Executive Officer of the Australian Association of Christian Schools. Good morning to you, Vanessa. Good morning. Thank you, Katie. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Now, Vanessa, what are your concerns around these changes? Katie, we're really concerned about these changes proposed by the Northern Territory Government. And what your listeners need to understand is if this bill passes in its current form next week, the Northern Territory will be the only state or territory the entire country that does not have protections for religious schools to employ people of the same faith. And what we're concerned about is that Christian schools, Jewish schools, uh, Catholic schools could be sued for not choosing to employ someone of the same faith. And for us, that's fundamental. It's a fundamental protection that the Northern Territory government is proposing to strip away from our schools. And ultimately, it's going to remove choice for parents in the Northern Territory in choosing a genuine faith-based education for their children. Vanessa, for those of us that maybe don't have our kids at a faith-based school, why is this so important for those faith-based schools? Well, Katie, in any organisation, your people define your culture. It's not just a name on the front gate. It's much more than that. So for us to be able to call ourselves a Christian school... It just makes sense that we need to be able to have Christian staff working in our schools. Um, The law that uh, the Attorney-General is proposing to pass next week will actually discriminate against religious schools. But the interesting thing is political parties are still protected in their ability to hire people of the same political beliefs. Uh, I imagine when Chancey Pache is employing advisors, he would want people that share the same values of the Australian Labor Party. And all we're asking for is that same protection. The ability in a job interview to ask somebody, are you a Christian? Are you active in your local church? Are you happy to read the Bible with the students, pray with the students, talk about what it is to be a follower of Jesus Christ? These are the things that are fundamental in the Christian school for us. And parents who enrol their children in a Christian school, they understand that and they want that uh, belief system taught to their children. They may not be Christian themselves, Our schools are open to a wide range of families from all sorts of faith and cultural backgrounds. But when parents are paying the extra to send their children to a faith-based school, they must have confidence that they're getting what they're paying for. Now, from from your perspective, how many schools around the Northern Territory is this going to impact and, and how large could the impact be? It's really significant. Not only Northern Territory Christian schools, of which there are seven in the Northern Territory. I know there are thousands of students that also attend Catholic schools. I don't have the figures at hand, but there's a significant portion of Northern Territory independent schools that have a faith basis. And as Bishop Charles Gauchy said yesterday, he's taking these changes very seriously. And he's actually concerned about whether his schools would continue to be viable. Um, And I can understand his concerns. They're concerns that we've been talking about for for many weeks now when we saw this bill, which, by the way, hasn't been consulted on at all. Um, When the Attorney-General said on your program yesterday that this has been consulted on, I just want to point out that no faith leaders saw any of these changes that have been introduced in the final bill that will be passed next week. Um, In particular, Section 37A 
which is the protection we rely upon, the religious educational exemption. That's been completely removed and has not been consulted on with any faith leader. So from the drafts that you had previously seen, that was still in there, that 37A, that section, and that's now been removed and there's been no consultation with the government on that? Exactly right, Katie. 37A provided for an exemption around religious belief and activity. And that was in the draft bill that was put out for consultation back in August. Uh, we provided feedback on the bill. And there are many other elements of the bill that we have concerns about as well. But in particular, that, that protection around employment of staff of the same faith was completely stripped away with no consultation. We've been trying for weeks now to get a meeting with the Chief Minister and the Attorney-General, and our requests have been refused. And I understand that other faith leaders share similar frustration. So it was quite misleading for the Attorney-General to say in your program yesterday that they've consulted widely on this bill, when he knows full well that the complete removal of 37A was not included in that draft bill that they put for consultation back in August. Vanessa, what would you say to anybody that is listening this morning that's thinking, you know, this uh, that 37A was just a, uh, you know, just a, a clause that meant that, um, you know, that Catholic schools or faith-based schools could discriminate against certain people? Look, Katie, what it's all about really is choice for parents. When parents choose a religious school and pay fees to send their child to a faith-based school, they're expecting that they get what they pay for, that the staff who are employed by that school understand the faith, will be role models of the faith. Um, teachers do much more than simply transmit dry curriculum knowledge. Um, I think yesterday in your program, uh, the Attorney General made the comment that it doesn't matter whether you're teaching math or English, uh, in a religious school or a state school, it's the same information that's shared. Well, we know that teachers do much more than just transmit information. They're role models uh, to students, um, whether it's in the playground, whether it's uh, coaching sporting teams or on school camps. Um, and, and our teachers, we expect them to be modelling the faith, being able to answer questions about God in the playground, in the classroom. Um, so I think by his comments yesterday, he shows he has a very narrow understanding of what religious education is. And that's regardless of whether it's a Catholic, Christian or a Jewish school. You know, our people are what make us different and what make us who we are. What is, like, what's your national body saying at the moment? Because I know that on a national scale, we had mentioned this yesterday, that uh, the Federal Attorney-General had said that, you know, that there was uh, liaising happening, I believe, with the Australian Law Society on that national scale before any change was made nationally to this aspect of their act. So what, you know, what's, what's being said nationally from your perspective within the Australian Association of Christian Schools? That's a really good point, Katie, and something that we have been agitating for as well. Uh, at a federal level, the Australian Labor Party made a commitment to faith groups that people of faith would be able to employ people uh, in their religious school to share the same faith. That was an election commitment that the Albanese Labor government made to faith groups prior to the election. And so the Attorney General, the Federal Attorney General, Mark Dreyfus, has asked the Australian Law Reform to look at this because... It is a complex area of law. There is the important role of balancing human rights of different people. Um, and so that Law Reform Commission inquiry will be due to report back to government in April next year. Um, so what we're asking the Northern Territory government is to, to 
to hold off on passing this law next week until that report has um, run its course um, and is reported back to federal government. Because what we're asking for is a nationally consistent approach to these issues. It's no good having the Northern Territory with one set of laws and different to other states. And I'm sure you'd agree that religious freedom is actually a fundamental human right that's protected in international law. And yet the Northern Territory government is completely ignoring this this well-respected international human rights um, and, and, and ignoring the real faith concerns that respected leaders such as the Catholic Bishop Charles Gouchy have and other faith leaders have around this law. So we're asking him to hold off, pause, sit down, listen to us about our concerns. We want to come to the table with constructive solutions. We have proposals that we think are fair and reasonable and can solve a lot of these problems. But the difficulty is we haven't even been able to have that conversation with the government. Well, it, look, it's going to be incredibly interesting to see now whether uh, whether the Attorney-General or the Chief Minister are prepared to sit down with yourself, uh, with uh, Bishop Gauci, uh, with, with any of the faith-based organisations that are really saying we need further consultation here, particularly, uh, you know, following on from what you've just told me, where the there had been consultation, but then with that draft bill uh, that, it, you know, it's now been seen where the uh, 37A has been taken out um, to then not have further consultation or further discussions I think is a bit disingenuous at this point. Absolutely. I was really gobsmacked by the comments made by the Attorney-General yesterday when he said that there's been consultation. It's, it's not just my experience. I've spoken to other faith leaders who are also extremely disappointed with the lack of consultation and it seems like the government has the intention of just ramming this through next week without listening to the concerns uh, that faith leaders have around the Territory. Well, Australian Association of Christian Schools Executive Officer Vanessa Chang, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much for coming on and just explaining to us the concerns that you've got. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you.